I want you to offer yourself compassion. Yes, you made that decision, but it doesn't define who you are when it comes to money. In fact, you likely did the best you could with what you knew at the time. The good news, if I do say so myself, is that as you learn about managing your money and how it impacts your life, you are free to make completely different choices. Hey, this is Allison and welcome to the Inspire Budget Podcast where we talk all things budgeting, debt, and saving money. The first time I ever totaled up my debt, I was shocked. Actually, shocked doesn't even begin to scratch the surface. I was embarrassed of where I had found myself angry with my past money choices and completely dumbfounded at how I had let this happen. How did my husband and I find ourselves with over six figures of debt at such a young age? What money class did we both somehow miss in high school? I honestly felt like I was wearing a scarlet letter on my chest, waiting for anyone that found out about my money secret to judge me. I didn't want them to know the truth that I was bad with money. If you have debt, especially six figures of debt, you can likely relate to my situation. You may have even gone through the same emotions I experienced, denial, shame, guilt, and frustration. It wasn't until I made it all the way through these feelings that I realized, yes, I wasn't always good with my money, but my debt had nothing to do with it. In fact, I'm a firm believer that having debt does not mean you are bad with money. Debt, whether it's student loan debt, car debt, credit card debt, or personal loans, doesn't determine whether you are good or bad with money. Why? Because good and bad are completely subjective. I mean, who gets to define the word good when it comes to your money? And who gets to define the word bad? And what does it even look like in relation to your finances? One could even argue that living in a home or apartment with debt payments, electricity, running water, and food on the table means you are amazing with money. Others might argue that having less than $1 million in the bank means you're bad with money. Who is to say what's good and bad? Well, you do. What good and bad with money looks like is completely up to you and your personal experiences. Ultimately, debt doesn't have the power to define you and your connection with money. Your past debt choices doesn't get to be the deciding factor on whether or not you'll be able to build wealth or barely scrape by for the rest of your life. In fact, your spending habits have a lot more to say about your relationship with money than debt does. A recent study by Lending Club and Payments found that 24% of people earning more than $250,000 were living paycheck to paycheck in April 2022. 24%. Of those 24%, 12% of these high-income earners were struggling to make their bill payments. That means they were losing sleep thinking about their bills and worried that they wouldn't have enough money to cover their needs. Now, I'm not one to judge, but this statistic, it caught me off guard. I did a little research and after taxes are withheld, you can expect someone who earns $250,000 to bring home about $15,000 each month. I think we can agree that $15,000 is a significant amount of money. 
This means that someone who is struggling to pay their bills on this salary is not only making $15,000 each month, but they're also spending about $15,000 each month. And this reminds me, and hopefully you too, that absolutely, yes, income plays a massive role in your ability to build wealth, but your spending habits shine a light on your relationship with money. And no matter how much money you make each month, you won't be able to build wealth or pay off debt if you're spending every penny of it. I'd argue that you can have six figures of debt and be excellent with money. As long as you're making all your payments on time and have money left over each month, maybe, just maybe, your spending habits have more to do with whether or not you're good or bad with money. Let's consider another example. Say someone is bringing home $5,000 each month and spends $4,000 each month. They have a car loan, student loans, and they're working to pay off their credit card. Would you say that they are bad with money because they have debt? I mean, I wouldn't. In fact, I would say that this person has excellent self-control and discipline with their money. They are making all of their minimum payments and they have an extra $1,000 every single month to spend however they want. Whether they want to use that extra money to pay off debt, save, or invest, I would say they are good with money. One of my biggest revelations on my own debt-free journey is that debt is neutral. I used to think of debt as this negative neon light hanging over me. I imagined it as this bright red arrow pointing down at me, letting everyone know that because I had debt, I was dumb. I didn't make the right choices and I should have done better. However, one thing I learned over the years is that I had to stop letting debt define how I saw myself and my relationship with money. Honestly, I was giving too much credit to debt. I mean, how could a car loan, a personal loan, a credit card, or a student loan say so much about me? Well, it can't as long as you don't let it. Debt is neutral. It's neither good nor bad. And it's certainly not an indicator of what you can or cannot accomplish in the future with your money. Once I realized this, everything changed for me. And if you have debt, it's time for you to realize the same thing. I want you to take a moment to think about one financial decision you've made that maybe you're not necessarily proud of. Right now, close your eyes and consider it. A choice you made in the past about money that you now know wasn't the best decision you could have made. Do you have it? Can you imagine it right now? Now, I want you to offer yourself compassion. Yes, you made that decision, but it doesn't define who you are when it comes to money. In fact, you likely did the best you could with what you knew at the time. The good news, if I do say so myself, is that as you learn about managing your money and how it impacts your life, you are free to make completely different choices. Choices like investing, even when you have debt, 
saving money for upcoming costs instead of relying on credit cards and choosing to pay off your loans, not because they carry the scarlet letter or say something about you, but because you want to. Today's episode is brought to you by my free debt-free roadmap. If you have debt and you're trying to become debt-free, you know that it's sometimes a little bit overwhelming to figure out how to reach your end goal. And sometimes paying off debt is not as simple as it seems, which is why you need a roadmap fast. In this free debt-free roadmap, you're going to get the seven easy steps to follow that will set you up for actual success on your debt-free journey. And I'll be sharing with you the three most common mistakes holding people back from paying off debt so that you can avoid them every single month. Plus, you'll get free resources sent straight to your inbox every single week. Go to inspirebudget.com slash debt-free to get instant access or click the link in my show notes right now. Instead of worrying about whether or not you're good or bad with money, think about the type of person you want to be with money. Then make choices that that person would make. For instance, I personally want to be the type of person that invests, travels, gives back to others, and doesn't pack her home full of crap just because she can. I desperately want my spending and my bank statements to align with my priorities and values, which means I need to be crystal clear on what my priorities in life look like. When I know the type of person I want to be with money, I am able to face life's daily money decisions head on. So the next time I go to make a money decision, I can ask myself if I'm making the choice that the person I want to be, the person I am, would make. Would she grab little trinkets from home goods just because a shelf is empty in her home? No, because she doesn't want extra stuff collecting dust and an empty shelf is okay. Would she buy a pumpkin spice latte on Friday because it finally hit 70 degrees and sunny in notoriously hot Houston, Texas? Heck yeah, she would, and she would do it without guilt. Would she take on an extra client project to increase her income for the month, knowing it will cause her to work more than planned? Well, maybe, as long as she was willing to ask for help and it didn't take away all of her family time. When I stopped letting debt defy me, my eyes were opened to how my small decisions every day have an impact on my money and my life. I finally realized that debt didn't get to be the deciding factor on whether I was good or bad with money. If you haven't done so already, it's time to let go of the idea that having debt makes you good or bad. Remember, debt is neutral. Treat it as such. Instead, focus on the person you want to be with your money. And make sure your daily choices align with the values that you've set. At the end of my solo episodes, I love answering a question that has been sent in from Instagram. This one comes from Destiny. And Destiny asks, which do you think is best? Prioritizing savings? paying off debt, or a mix of both. 
as you're working on managing your money, this is a question that I think a lot of people encounter. A lot of people wonder what is best? What is right? What is it that I should, I should be doing? And the answer is, it depends. It depends on your unique situation. I don't necessarily think that either answer is right or wrong. I think that you have to look at your own personal situation and try to figure out what is going to be best for you. So destiny, what I like to ask is first and foremost, do you have money and savings? Do you have an emergency fund in place? If you were to lose your job, could you cover your necessary expenses for at least three months? If the answer is no, then you likely want to prioritize your savings so that way you can have that built up as a safety net. But if the answer is, yes, I have it, I'm completely done, then maybe you want to focus on paying off debt. But maybe, Destiny, you have like you're halfway there. You have 50% of your emergency funds saved. Then I don't think that it's harmful to try to do a mix of both. Let's say that you do have extra money every single month. What if you were to take 60% of that and send that to your debt goal and take 40% and send it to your savings goal? The great thing also is that you can switch it up every single month. If you do have a month where you use your emergency fund and you need to refill it, You can focus on prioritizing that savings instead of focusing on debt. I think that the big thing is figuring out what works for you, what makes you the most comfortable and the most confident with your money, and then lean into that. Because I think no matter what, as long as you're being intentional, you're on the right track. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Inspire Budget Podcast, and I hope that it has given you permission to rethink the way you see your debt and the way you see yourself when it comes to your money. As always, I have brand new episodes coming out every single Thursday. Be sure to subscribe or follow the Inspire Budget Podcast. It's absolutely free to do those things. That way you don't miss any future episodes. I'll see you with another brand new episode next week. Bye.